It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. I have a special show for you today. Today is the anniversary of the sinking of the ore carrier Edmund Fitzgerald on Lake Superior. Forty-one years ago, the ship was caught in a terrible storm and sank. Each year when I play this piece around the anniversary of this tragedy, I hear from listeners who live or used to live in the Great Lakes region. This story touches their hearts even many years later. It's a reminder of the dangers of going to sea and how one catastrophic failure at the wrong time can doom what was thought to be a routine run from one port to another. It reminds us that each day on waterways around the world, mariners take great risks to bring us the raw materials, food, and manufactured goods that we use every day. As we think of the lost mariners on the mighty Fitz, as she was called, let's say a prayer or send a good thought to mariners everywhere. Here's the story of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Let's take a look at what happened to that famous ship, the Edmund Fitzgerald. The death of this ship and her crew sent shockwaves through the maritime industry and also many residents of communities on the shores of Lake Superior. Great Lakes dwellers knew this beloved ship well. The story is best told by famous Canadian songwriter Gordon Lightfoot, who wrote the familiar song you'll hear today, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. When this song came out in 1976, about one year after the ship was lost, it became a number one hit across the U.S. and Canada. But most listeners outside the Great Lakes region may not have understood that it was a hymn to those lost in one of the worst maritime disasters in U.S. history. The song is a factual account of what happened on board and traces the tragic final journey of a well-loved ship and her crew. So I'll take you through the song and add a little explanation about what you're hearing. Gordon Lightfoot has called this song his best work. You can almost feel the icy wind in the rigging. Superior is the largest lake in the world, containing an eighth of the world's fresh water. At its deepest point, the lake measures 1,333 feet in depth, with an average water temperature of 34 degrees Fahrenheit. Superior is 350 miles long and 160 miles wide at its widest point. The night the Fitzgerald went down, there were hurricane-force winds and 35-foot seas. The song opens with a reference to Gichigumi, the Native American name for Lake Superior. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. The ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most With a crew and good captain well-seasoned Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms When they left fully loaded for Cleveland Then later that night when the ship's bell rang Could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? The Edmund Fitzgerald was a familiar ship to many people on Lake Superior. Her nickname was the Mighty Fitz, and she carried ore for 17 years. The wind and the wires made a tattletale sound, and the wave broke over the railing. 
Every man knew as the captain did too Twas the witch of November come stealing The dawn came late and the breakfast had to wait When the gales of November came slashing When afternoon came it was freezing rain In the face of a hurricane west wind With Captain Ernest M. McSorley in command and a full cargo of iron ore pellets, the Fitzgerald embarked on her final voyage from Superior, Wisconsin on the afternoon of November 9, 1975. By the next day, the ship was caught in the midst of a massive winter storm. When supper time came, the old cook came on deck saying, Fellas, it's too rough to feed you. At 7 p.m. a main hatchway caved in He said, fellas, it's been good to know ya The captain wired in, he had water coming in And the good ship and crew was in peril And later that night when his lights went out of sight Came the wreck of the Edmund Shortly after 7.10 p.m., the Fitzgerald suddenly sank in Canadian waters approximately 17 miles from the entrance to Whitefish Bay at a depth of 530 feet. Although the Fitzgerald had reported being in difficulty earlier, no distress signals were sent before she sank. Her crew of 29 perished and no bodies were recovered. Does anyone know where the love of God goes when the waves turn the minutes to hours? Searchers all say they'd have made Whitefish Bay if they'd put 15 more miles behind her. They might have split up or they might have capsized. They may have broke deep and took water. And all that remains is the faces and the names of the wives and the sons and the daughters. There are many theories about why the Edmund Fitzgerald sank that night. It could have been high waves in the storm, structural failure on the ship, or a breach of one of her cargo hatches on deck. Lake Huron rolls superior scenes In the rooms of her ice water mansion Old Michigan steams like a young man's dreams The islands and bays are for sportsmen Farther below Lake Ontario Takes in what Lake Erie can send her The iron boats go as the mariners all know With the gales of November remembered Every year on November 10th, mourners gather on the shores of Lake Superior and hold ceremonies honoring the lost crewmen of the Edmund Fitzgerald. At the end of each service, family and friends ring a bell when the name of their loved one is called. In a church ceremony on the day after the wreck in 1975, the Reverend prayed for the men's families and rang the church bell 29 times. Present day services include a 30th ring, told for all the sailors lost in the 6,000 shipwrecks that have happened on the Great Lakes. In a musty old hall in Detroit, they prayed in the Maritime Sailors' Cathedral. Church bell chimed till it rang 29 times For each man on the Edmund Fitzgerald The legend lives on from the Chippewa Down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi 
Superior, they said, never gives up her dead when the gales of November come early. The tragedy led to changes in Great Lakes shipping regulations that included mandatory survival suits, depth finders, positioning systems, increased freeboard, and more frequent inspections of vessels. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can always find a podcast of this program at shipreport.net, along with the ship's schedule and lots of other information that I hope you'll enjoy. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>